But you know when you walk into a shop and you just panic, you're like, oh, I need to get a present. You just buy shit. You're like, why did I buy? Why did I buy a fucking blender for someone who doesn't even have a house? <laughs> Listen here, you fugly slut. I, I, I beg your fucking pardon. You raggedy bitch. Um, Karen, I've been to the gym. Don't call me fugly. I've worked on my face. What kind <laughs> of no nothing, ugly ass, no money having sack of hose gets a job and then three days later gets promoted? Because you know why? Because I, I didn't come to work. I came to work, honey. Yes. Come on, promotion. Walked into the office on Thursday was like, I'm here. It's me. It's Nick. By like Sunday, they're like, right, babe, we need a, we need a duty manager. What you doing? <laughs> it's me. Give it to me. You know what? I am well fucking chuffed. I'm telling you why. Because I walked into a job last week and I was thinking to myself, oh my God, I am, because I've, I've not worked in retail in like so long as well. And I was like, oh my God, am I, well, I going to survive this? But then I was like, no, I could do this. And then on Sunday, my, my manager goes to me and she goes, we're looking for a duty manager, but you, in the past couple of days, you've really shown, you know, you know, you built, you've been in rapport with the staff, you know, to handle stuff. And we think she's like, it wouldn't be any massive different, but we think you'd be great as a duty manager. So who's a tech specialist duty manager in hall? Me. I am the hall. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. Now pass me my fucking crown, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I was not going to say give me my fucking crown and scepter from the802.com, but you know. We ain't that we ain't that rich yet, but <laughs> hi guys, you're listening to the AO2 and you will hopefully do every week that we remember to record and put it out. I am your um am I the driver or the conductor? I think I think no, I think you're the tea lady. Coaches don't have tea ladies. Um you could be the tea lady. I can see you coming down the thing like tea, coffee, me. What kind of <laughs> yeah, but it makes sense on a train. Yeah, because does. you got space for all of those things. Yeah, on a coach. Where are you going to store the trolley? Oh my God. Can we just talk about that real quick? You know, when you, when you know, when you have to go use, you know how some coaches have like onboard bathrooms, mm-hmm. you know, when like the coach, like is like driving you after like, you're literally playing like fucking, <laughs> it's like you're jumping from one side. Well, it's, it's an absolute tumble trying to get to the back just to use the bathroom. No wonder people, no yeah. wonder we call the Friday show the back of the bus because it's, it's, <laughs> it's a mess. <laughs> Again, there. It's a mess, figuratively <laughs> and literally. And then you got those some people who are so tied to masculinity that they decide, even in like the coach bathroom, they're going to try and stand up and pee. Oh, and like, no, 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 no! Just sit your ass down and <laughs> pee that way because it's so much safer. Unless you're on a motorway and you know they're not coming off the junction anytime soon, it's just oh like oh, it's straight line. You'll yeah. be fine. But most of the time, they got a turn, and a coach turning a corner is very different from a train. It's very so, different. <laughs> it's like you're going to take a fucking tumble, bitch. <laughs> you're going to tumble and be covered in your own piss, oh, and this ain't your house. Yeah, <laughs> no one needs that. <laughs> oh god, another week. Anyway, so that's fine. I'm gonna be the tea lady. Hi, I'm your resident coach, tea lady Dan. You know me. I, I do this every week. We, you listen. We, yeah. we say things. I'm joined as always by the illustrious. The promoted Mr. Nick Charles. Say hi, Nick. Hi. I'm also the mechanic of the 802. You know, if shit breaks down, I'll be the one outside of the sun calling call AA because I can't do shit. Yeah, I was going to say, what tire have you ever changed? <laughs> None, because I'm not that. I'm, bitch, 
I am terrible. If we ever, if if we're ever driving somewhere and we shut down, bitch, I am calling fucking technicians because this bitch, I cannot change tires. I can't change oil. I ain't doing shit. I just want to sit there on my phone and call somebody. Right, you better hope that if me and you are on a, ever on some kind of crazy road trip, that either like somebody else is driving, that would be a good thing, or um, the like we got that like AA or RAC cover because yeah. if anything goes wrong, I'm not gonna be able to, I'm not gonna be helpful. No. I'm gonna be less than helpful. If anything, I'm gonna be breaking more things to try and get more <laughs> off the insurance claim. I'm like, oh yeah, we broke down, but also somehow the like the radio got destroyed. Yeah, so oh. we're gonna need a whole new radio. Yeah, and oh, so I, I and oh, and some the trunk just disappeared. I don't know what happened. Oh, Someone's was... literally taken the door. Yeah, everything's missing. Can you please come with me for a brand new car? That would be great. Oh, let me one day. Um, one day I'll tell you about. I got to do it now. We got nothing else to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> we don't. We have a packed show full of content for you. But so I am not a good driver because I'm gay, and we can't drive cars, and we shouldn't be allowed to. But back in my uh, in my good Christian boy days, I passed my driving test third time. You're welcome. Oh, you. And three weeks after passing my driving test, I totaled my car on the way to a wedding reception with four people in the car, and we went sideways into a hedge. Oh my god, Dan! Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> did we I can... call breakdown assistance? No, we did not. Did we call my <laughs> mum? Yes, we did. <laughs> Iconic, you know what? I could always, I could just see you like, you know, there's a clip of Corella Deville driving to um the house, and she's like mm-hmm. mad angry. She's like, bitch, mm-hmm. I am late. Where's my, where's, where's my cold coffee from Starbucks? I am late. <laughs> see now, you think I was driving angry? You think I was Ryan Gosling and drive angry? I was not. <laughs> I, I crashed at less than thirty miles an hour. Oh my god, Dan, that is sad. You might as well fucking push a trolley. <laughs> I crashed at less than 30 miles an hour. That wasn't even one. T- one time I was driving and I turned a corner and I, I clearly didn't turn enough. So I just, there was like a mound, a hedge. I would just went straight over it and then had to get some stranger who drove past in a truck to like attach and just pull my car out. I was a hazard on the road and it's a good thing that I live in London and don't drive anymore. But now you're a Clapham gay. So you're still, you're going to have to get that Clapham. There's a tube and a train, right? In Clapham, yeah. There's the tube on yeah, one yeah. side and the train on the other side. Oh, look at you. And the overground as well. We have Clapham High Street. Ooh, tell me something I know because I used to live in the South. Look at me. Come on, connections. Come on, good travel links. Come on, come on, Miss Atlas. <laughs> Atlas, my love. We're in a we're in a mood. You know, we're in a good mood today. I actually only have one announcement to make this eve this today. It's it. my sister's birthday so melissa out home in um trinidad it's her i think she's 40 something yeah so because i'm the baby so i'm I'm always going to be younger <laughs> but i just want to wish you a happy birthday from me because I know, I know you listen every week and i know you're going to be like oh my god my brother shout me out so you're welcome so please don't message the whatsapp group and reminding me every single five minutes <laughs> Dan, she has flooded my fucking forward message. She's like, will you please shout me out this week? And I was like, oh, God, do I have to? Well, I mean, we love it. We oh. love, not only do we love it, we love to see it. And we did it. Yes. So, so happy birthday. I, so now I can end up back on the on the good list for presents this year. For presents? <laughs> Don't talk to me about Christmas presents. Listen, please. Can we just talk, can we just talk about presents right now? Because 
I could I could confirm that I had a full-on mega breakdown and I probably bought stuff that I didn't actually need to buy for people. And I was like, why am I buying this? But you know when you walk into a shop and you just panic, you're like, oh, I need to get a present. You just buy shit, you're like, why did I buy why did I buy a fucking blender for someone who doesn't even have a house? <laughs> I can't say who that person was because I'll get killed. But oh well, sorry. I bought you a blender so you could use while you live on someone's sofa. But okay, we move. <laughs> Oops. Not, not me being shady on the Ado to podcast. Not me. I am a disaster walking it to happen. My announcement is so obviously um, December hit, which means Spotify Wrapped came out. Um, and I just kind of want to say a few shout outs. So shout outs to basically everybody who got in touch with us. Um, and there was a few of you to let us know that the 802 was on your most listened to podcasts Aww. of the year. It genuinely really touched me. I was like, I just, we just sit here and talk nonsense twice a week. And we're just like, it's, it's so good for us to know that you guys are, are hearing and appreciating and liking and like listening a lot. Like some of you, some of you listen a bit and I was like, okay, maybe take a break. <laughs> Yeah, you don't need to listen to seven episodes in a day. But thank you. But thank thank you for telling us. We love to see it. You know what? That really was that really for us, that was really a standout moment because we've been doing it for six months now. And for us to have been made it onto the radar to be enwrapped, it really was something. And when I I remember when me and Dan saw it, we literally was like, Are you for real? And like each week we put content and we have guests and we have so much technical issues that you don't see, but you hear well-produced show. So right. there you go. So as part of our announcement, I'm just going to do a little the 802 wrapped for you to let you guys know that this year we, we have put out 37 episodes. That is uh, episodes of the 802 and back of the bus listened to in 20 countries. Mm. We, <laughs> we have charted in quite a few of them, to be honest. Obviously killing it by coming number one in Trinidad and Tobago. Shout out. I know, right? <laughs> that was insane. That was just that was insane a, that moment, was a moment. That was of a the moment. year. Total minutes, 1,738 minutes of content mm-hmm. that we've put out. Which, you know, we just started because we were bored in lockdown and just wanted to talk to each other. And now, like, you guys are here too. Yeah. And we do really, really like it. So thank you so much, everybody, for, for getting involved. The thing about podcasts is people fall out of podcasts because it's something where you could dip in you could dip out you could always catch up in your own time and you guys listen every week and you know we, you're getting contact and we see the numbers and stuff and you know we're still in our infancy and you know we had our first giveaway and you know the podcast has started to go places and like we're in like uh, we're in like the last couple episodes of 2020 and as much as we are very looking forward to get to see the back of this year we are grateful that we got to share this with you because not much people injured, not, not, not much people last, most podcasts last five to six episodes max. That's something to take on board. So we just want to thank you guys. And if you still think you love us more, drop us that goddamn iTunes fucking rating because we need it. <laughs> I keep saying it to you. <laughs> Come on now. Come on now. Yeah. Give us that five star. We, we'll give you five star. We'll give you anything. We'll do anything for that. Please, sir, I'll do anything for that five stars. <laughs> That's not making it into the show. Nick, uh, <laughs> let me tell you something, Nick. Let me tell you something. You know what I want to tell you? So first things first, I just want to, I want to get into two things that is really pissing me off. As part of the LGBTQ community, we know how 
we know how good it is to feel represented in the main media. You know, whether it be a podcast, a film, a television show, something where we could recognize ourselves and feel comfortable. Now, the thing is with me is this situation. A $3 million million five-year Netflix deal was given to Ryan Murphy for the new show called The Prom, right? Which has a big cast. The problem with this whole issue is James Corden. This is the issue here. Mm. How are you going to cast a straight, cisgendered man as a gay actor, as a gay man, when there's so much potential, so much potential in lots of other real LGBTQ um, actors and actresses? How are you telling me that you have decided to give James Corden that nobody in Britain likes or nobody likes period, and cast him as a gay man. And not only did he was a gay man in a film where he could be given to an actual gay person, he was fucking terrible. Mm. Ryan, 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 Netflix, come on. You all preach, you did so well with, you know, the casting for, you know, Pose and all this stuff, but how are you telling me that you're giving opportunities to, that, that are meant to, meant to really shed light on our LGBTQ community, but they give it to James Corden, a straight man? Oh, come on. Come on, Ryan. Come on, Netflix. Do better. Do better. This and not is- only oh, is it James Corden a straight man, he's just, like, boring. Oh. Like, like <sighs> I fully don't understand. Now, I am a, a Gavin and Stacey stan, okay? Yeah. I just yeah. am. I watched it when I was... Growing up, it, I still watch it now. I still quote it. Three Stakes Pam is probably my favorite speech that has ever been made on TV. And they did it in the first episode. And so I like, I get it. I get it. It was great. Fun, laugh, ha, ha, ha. James Corden was never the best part of that. <sighs> James Corden wasn't even close to being the best part of Gavin and Stacey. Yet he seems to be, and like we kind of know why, he's the one who's come out of it with the most success. And he has his late, late show with James Corden, where he does his carpool karaoke, where he insists on singing over the people he's with. Why is he always so loud? Jaya. <laughs> so loud. He just, he had Mariah Carey in that car and he was trying to sing over her and do her notes. And I was like, sir, sistrin, madam, miss. Uh, you already sat down, but let's see if we can get that chair a little lower. Let's sit down a little bit more and appreciate that you've got Mariah goddamn Carey in your car. And let the woman do what she knows how to do. She don't want to be there. And I don't want her there, but she's here. So let her do what she needs to do. And then, oh, James, <laughs> James. I appreciate the hustle. A, a man going out there looking for opportunities, getting work, I do. I get it. I appreciate the hustle. I wasn't even mad about the Gavin and Stacey Christmas special because you didn't write the song. Yeah, did you have to use that song? No. Did you have to say that word? No. Do I personally care? No. Do I want you to see you playing a gay man? Not at all. Not at all. I'm just over it. It just, you know what? It just, it, it, it just really like pissed me off because I was like, there's so much. They could have cast God. They could have, they could have fucking cast me and you for God's sakes. I mean, maybe not. I was, I, I'm in no way an actress. <laughs> I could see, I could, I could see you know giving me a bit of Beyonce and um, and obsessed. You oh, <laughs> <laughs> man. Now, <laughs> I know that this is a uh, an invite for you to. 
make me say disrespectful things about my queen, but I refuse. <laughs> I was not doing no such thing. Look, Matthew had Matthew had ideas for Beyonce, and has she been in a movie recently? Mm, has she? The answer is no, because oh. she understands her strengths. Oh, she did the voiceover for The Lion King, but that was a whole moment. Yeah, a whole moment. Yeah. And that movie had its issues, but none of them were Beyonce related. I just expected. I just expected a better casting, and I just feel like he he took up he took up the space of someone who who was actually from the LGBT community. And we talk about you know we talk about identifying and, and you know this and just seeing representation and when stuff like this happened, just like think to yourself, oh come on, do better. But we move. Is we move. there a famous, hmm? like? Is there a famous large gay actor like like? Um, I don't want to say fat, but that's the only sort of descriptive word I can think of right now. Well, I wouldn't say. I I mean, you have some. I mean, for example, Ross Matthews. He might not be a singer, but he is very. But he is he is very outgoing and very lovable. And I think he could have he could have been a great. Mm-hmm. You know, Ross Matthews from Drag Race. Oh, you mean the hilarious Ross Matthews? Yeah, I think he would have been great. His name is the hilarious Ross Matthews. Yeah. Now imagine him taking James Corden's space in that. Who? Imagine him taking James Corden's. Who? Yes. Imagine him taking that host from America. From from as almost if the host from America. Forget he's British. Yeah, but who am I imagining taking that spot? Ross Matthews. The hilarious Ross Matthews. Yes, the hilarious Ross Matthews. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, where are you going with this? Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. No, never take an improv class. Also, can we just talk about Russ? Right, on the topic of Russ, have you seen his weight loss? Bitch. Who's Russ? Russ has lost so much weight. Who's lost so much weight? The hilarious Russ matches. <laughs> you, you need to stop your shit. <laughs> <laughs> I am not here today. Anyway, he's a skinny <laughs> legend. Good for him. Good. He'd lose. Oh, he lost over fifty pounds as well. Well done, Ross. <laughs> you are. You are. I can't with you today. I can't with you today. I cannot with you today. No, I'm sorry. Go on. So <laughs> apart from that, apart from that, nothing. No, I. But I want to ask you a question because this is something that is, you know, it's hot on the agenda right now. Dan, how are you feeling about the vaccine? I'm ready. Are you? Stab me. Stab me in the arm. Stab enough people in the arm that you can open up a club again and I go dancing. Do you know what? If it if it means that we get to have the 802 actual 802 launch party with all our guests and all our friends in a in a sweaty place, just having a good time, stab me up. Stab me in my hole if you need to. Just stab me. Just, yeah, any way you want. Once, twice, three yeah. times, stabbing. Just give it to me. What I'm not here for is, now that they've announced that, like, the UK was the first country to approve a vaccine and everyone, Boris Johnson is trying to be like, look how good we are. I'm like, we're not forgetting the rest, sir. Just because this one's good doesn't mean the rest of this bullshit doesn't make any sense. But <laughs> now what I'm not feeling is I'm waking up in the morning, you know, I'm having my stretch and get my breakfast, logging on to Twitter. And the anti-vaxxers. Oh, God. Are, I don't know why we are all choosing to engage with these people. I know why, because it's fun. But I'm seeing a lot of them constantly. And I just, I just, I don't, they just need to not. we don't know the long-term side effects. And it's like, to be honest, most vaccines, we don't know the long-term side effects because they haven't been around that long. 
Exactly. I don't really know. And they're like, oh, they rushed this one through. And it's like, no, what they what they did was they didn't have to wait around for funding and they didn't have to stop start because literally just people threw money and time and scientists at it. That's what happened. And the results came back positively. They were based on uh, pre-existing vaccines for other coronaviruses that existed that we have. They just modified off that, made that way is where it happens so quickly. So don't just, please guys, just if you're considering the vaccine and you have your concerns, which is like fair to have, because obviously it's a new medicine that's probably going to be administered quite widely. Please just look up some official information and yeah. look up the scientific data rather than going on Facebook and listening to what your crazy aunt Bethel is saying. Yeah. Nobody, nobody even eats Bethel's potatoes when they go over for Christmas dinner because she can't cook. She's not going to know anything about vaccines. She works part time at a florist. Don't listen to Bethel. <laughs> no, because you know they're not doing their research at all. And this, and, and and this this is what happens. This is why a lot. This is why Brexit happened and fake news happened because people don't fucking. They always they are quick to. You know how to say bad news travel fast. That's exactly mm-hmm. what it is all over again. People and people of of course you know fucking Sharon and fucking. Karen and fucking Angela sharing all this fucking bullshit on Facebook and saying, "Oh my god, I, I don't want to get it anti the vaccine." Um, but you will go and fucking get 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 fucking blooded and sniff up fucking paint. Oh, shut up! Shut the fuck up and leave. Just go. But also, please get vaccinated. I really, <laughs> really want to go to the club again. Yeah, I but cannot. I, I'm so ready. I'm ready. I've had enough. I haven't been in a club and listened to. 90% of the songs that were on my Spotify wrapped. I haven't listened to Good News, any track from Good News oh, by Megan Thee Stallion in a club yet. That is That should be illegal. That should be unfair. And if you people are going to refuse to get vaccinated, which means we can't open up the, the spots and I can't go find myself a cute little boy and get up real close and dance to Megan Thee Stallion, I'm going to be mad and I'm going to write into your schools. I know that some of you got kids and I'm going to tell your schools your kids have been misbehaving and saying racist things. I'm going to get your kid expelled because you won't let me go dance. Go on, Dan. You tell him. Apart from that, I just want to ask you something. I don't want. I want to ask you. This is like Dan asking a question because we love to see it. Dan, how do you feel about a certain singer? That you know. I'm. Let me give you the backstory. She had a little song. She came out and everyone was like, "Oh my god, you're the brand new Rihanna." And we were like, "The gears are like, no, bitch, you ain't." She had a few more songs. She had a she had a boyfriend here and there. Then she went and she had the Kardashian boy, and then she broke up with him. Then she went to America. Then she did America's Next Top Model. Then she had an album. She came back. She gave us some fucking hideous EE commercial, and now she's fucking hosting a fucking party in lockdown. This fucking bitch is so problematic. Do you know? Do you know what's an issue? <laughs> It took me until probably you mentioning the EE advert to know who you were talking about. Ex- right? Right? Because she's that forgettable. If for those of you who still don't know, he's talking about Jess Glynn's slightly more spicy. <laughs> oh, the fucking read of the year. I'm done. Put down your fucking tombstone. That is a read. <laughs> Rita Ora um, recently held a, held a very strange birthday party. Where you, Nick, you're gonna have to explain how this worked because I'll be mm-hmm. honest with you, I'm I am confusion and I remain confusion about this. <sighs> I don't know what the, what was going on. Well, not even that. So basically, right? 
so she she apologized, but because of her, this was her second breach, by the way, her second. We know she had two. The first one was she flew she flew back from Egypt on the twenty first of November and was told and was told to isolate for two weeks. Within that two weeks, she had that party that she hosted with was it like a of fan her invite, Like fans could get an invite to it, or is that made up? I didn't, they didn't, they didn't say, they didn't say, but from all, from like, basically from all the stuff that, um, from, from what the news are saying is that she invited certain people and they invited a friend, yada, yada, yada. And she asked them to not, to not, you know, post anything online. But of course, this is, of this is, this is people who are, who are, you invite people and you want them to not, you know, um, not, not take pictures and say, why didn't you just take all the fucking pictures? First thing first, why did you even have the fucking party? You know you were still in lockdown. You know it wasn't meant to have a party that fucking big. But of course, you throw a huge party in, in, a, in a nightclub, in a, in, a, in a hotel in London. And the... the girl, uh, this whole story is very Rita Ora because there's so many mistakes here. <laughs> so I'm just looking at the, uh, <laughs> the, the Guardian article about it. So, first of all, she flew to the W Hotel in Cairo mm -hmm. to perform in a private ceremony on the 21st of November, for which she was paid a six-figure sum. Now, here's the problem. And I know some of the gays today were, like, defending Rita Aurora because somebody said, why is Rita Aurora famous? And they're like, oh, she's got 16 number ones, 16, like, top 10 hits and whatever. I'm like, yeah, fair enough. Rita Ora does have like quite a successful discography. Why you're paying six figures for a Rita Ora performance, I do not know. Six figures? A six-figure sum for a Rita Ora performance. If you the person the people you could have gotten for a six-figure sum, and you chose Rita Ora out of all of those. You must be dragging the, the bottom of the fucking barrel there. With how often do you want to hear like let you love me? <laughs> Just on a loop. Rita Ora, six-figure sum. Jesus Christ. You could have booked out the entire GAY and you had the, exactly the same performance. True, yeah. Because you know she had no stage presence anyway. Well, I've never seen the one perform. I don't know what she's like there. I've seen her once at GAY. It was terrible. Then she came back and then she was meant to self-isolate for 14 days. And then she attended her own birthday party at Casa Cruz restaurant in Notting Hill on 28th of November. First of all, we was not out of lockdown yet, were we? Nope. We'll come on the 2nd of December. Okay, so Casa Cruz, I got some fucking words for you, bitch. How the hell are you opening yourselves up for private bookings before the end of lockdown, huh? Why Thank are you, you getting dragged into this? Yeah. What? I don't care if it's Rita Aurora. Your event manager should open that phone and be like, look, we don't want to get our license revoked. Have it in your, have it in your back garden if you want to have it anywhere. <sighs> okay. She was deeply sorry for her actions offered to pay £10,000 fine for hosting the party. Oh my God, they, the Egyptian president was booked at the event that she performed in Cairo. Somebody hates that president. Somebody's <laughs> trying to organize a coup. <laughs> <laughs> because honey you ain't paying for talent because rita or rita aura is good for is when is when a tracksuit bottom because she ain't got no talent do you know what rita aura is good for she's good for putting on in an uber because it's 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 blandly inoffensive <laughs> i mean that she looks she she i don't she just she just don't do it for me Sorry. The girl doesn't do it for me either, but she clearly does it for somebody because, you know, she stays booked, she stays busy, she stays breaking the rules. She's always booked. Always booked. There is, everybody's, everybody's doing wrong. And the whole reason everybody's doing wrong is because none of you can keep shit to yourselves. Exactly. Exactly. If you were going out 
to to a shindig, to a non-lockdown approved thing. Mm-hmm. All you got to do to avoid a dragging and a $10,000 fine is ain't post it anywhere. That is so e- That's not even, it's so easy, right? Just so don't easy. put it on the story. Don't go exactly. on the, don't put it on the Snapchat. Don't, do, don't, just don't do it. And then we can't drag you about it because we don't know it happened. <laughs> You're always, all these people constantly, straight people constantly talking about like the roaring, well, not constantly, but you know them, they got this weird obsession with like the roaring 20s and that whole like flap thing, prohibition and all of that crap. You know that? Like the great scats, yeah. great Gatsby, and they weren't allowed to drink in the US. Yeah, yeah. Those yeah, people yeah. understood how you had to be discreet about these things. Otherwise, you were going to get busted. Can we do just the little list part, the same thing? Keep it in your circle. Rita Ora, keep it in your circle. If you want to go to Casa Cruz and have a little thing, keep it in the circle of people. Invite your close ass people. Don't, you don't, oh. Do you know what's the sad oh, part? You know, it's the sad part. She's always in the news for everything other than her music. And that's sad. I mean, you got to make some newsworthy <laughs> music. She's always in It's like, girl, no. And that e-commercial is, think, that e-commercial is something made, out, made for my nightmares. Oh, that mega size, that megadron of um, Rita Ora. Oh, God. I don't think it was Rita Ora. <laughs> was it? Any really Rita Ora I know. <laughs> I wish that I could let you let me now. <laughs> right, speaking of the famous, the rich and famous. Yes. Now, <laughs> did you see Cardi B get in trouble? Oh, God. What's she getting dragged for now? So Cardi B's getting dragged. <laughs> because she tweeted, do I want to spend $88,000 on a bag? The response largely was, no, girl, there's people dying. Like, give some of your money away. To which Cardi <laughs> dug in her heels a bit and was like, it's my money. I want to buy this bag. I'm going to get this bag. And then my response was like, then why'd you ask us? Why don't you just do that? <laughs> no, don't be asking questions you don't, if you don't want the answer to be what you don't want the answer to be. Then just do what you want to do. And then like got into arguments and then Cardi was like, post your donation receipts and I'll match your donations. And uh, then people got into the whole thinking thing about how like 20 quid from somebody who earns 18 grand a year is more, is like means a lot more than 20 quid from you who is, has literal millions you could give away, blah, blah, blah. So it became a lot of think pieces, a lot of discussions, a lot of discourse. Mm-hmm. And my whole thought was like, you could have just not asked. Girl, you don't need another bag anyway. You ain't going nowhere. You ain't going nowhere. Where you going, girl? Why are you in a fucking new bag for? Also, you got 88 grand to buy the bag? You can buy the bag. Yeah. You can, you I mean... Can... Like, Cardi, you can buy whatever the hell you want to buy. You're Cardi B. You got money. You don't need to ask us permission. Also, everybody jumping down her throat, being like, you need to do this. I was like, oh, girls, can we all just, let's focus on other things. Like, (laughs) I did not understand that Americans didn't know what kettles were. No. Danielle, that wasn't actually a thing. Americans have discovered kettles. Britain spoke for Twitter. Oh, so wait, 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 wait. Hold the fuck up. Hold the fuck up. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. So, how do they heat water with in a in a pan or pot? Mm-hmm. From a on the stove in a saucepan. Who has the fucking time, girl? Exactly. Who has the time, Americans? I understand. I understand. You know, you you. I understand you being run by a fucking clown for a very long time. But this is some bullshit. <laughs> 
<laughs> this motherfucker boils water in two minutes. I had three times. I had tea three times a day. Bitch. <laughs> Could you imagine? Every time you wanted a cuppa, you had to roll up. You had to pick up that saucepan, fill it up, and then get on the stove and wait. What? No wonder their politics is backwards if those fucking cunning. Right? The clownery, the fucking clownery, the clownery of it all. Oh god, a mess. You know what? That is you know what you know what that is sad. But Daniel, also, why would topic why topic of clownery? Can we just talk about how the fact that this whole tier two tier this whole tier two, tier three tier, all this tier madness? I just really want to find someone in a gym to shag me. Is that too much to ask? <laughs> Do you know why I'm saying this? Because everyone I know who I want to hang with is in a, is in a tier that they, that they can't leave their house. <laughs> Ain't that some bullshit? Boris, you're fucking up with my sex life. <laughs> is that an invitation for the listeners? No. <laughs> Cut it out. I don't need to do anything. <laughs> if in tier one or tier two, let Nick know. He's not gonna cut this out. I have no one in tier two. I have no. I have no one in tier two that that you know. Everyone I want. Everyone I want to meet up is in tier three. So <laughs> you can't. You can't open up your little phone and find somebody in Liverpool, tier two Liverpool, to go on a socially distanced walk with. I am. I you know can't. what I mean by socially distanced walk. I exactly know what you mean. Sinking Every time in. somebody has said socially distanced walk, they, there's been no walk in and no distance. You know what you're doing. Listen, anyone who tells me I'm just going fast, socially distant talk with this boy I just met on Grinder. Bitch, nothing is being social there. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow, you really gonna go for a walk? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it will be very social. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure your dick will be very distant from his hole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that distance being zero and then a little bit and then zero again. Uh, <laughs> oh, SD. Oh, actually, no. I saw someone said, um, social social distancing. The SD and social distancing also stands for sinking and dick. <laughs> sinking and dick. I am. I am not sinking and dick. Sorry. More like more like suffering from no dick. Maybe. <laughs> Can't relate. I hate the gays. Oh, oh. <laughs> let me just hang up this. Call. Let me just hang up this call. Let me hang up this recording. This has been eight hundred two. Thanks for coming. It's been great. Oh God! Listen, can we talk about the greatest one of the one of the best Christmas songs of this year? You know what I'm talking about. Uh, smack my bitch up Christmas edition. No, it's smack my bitch up. Ho ho ho. Oh my god, no, it's Mariah, Ariana, and Jihad. Nick, you need to go to an improv class. Sometimes you just gotta play along. You see, Dan, the problem is when you're drunk doing the 802 every week, sometimes you just miss things. <laughs> oh, you thought I was doing this sober? Bitch, I've been on the gym since we started. <laughs> I don't think anybody is surprised. Right, come on, talk about your actual thing you wanna talk about. Um, Mariah, Mariah Kari. K- Ariana and Jihad had a Christmas mm-hmm. um, a Christmas song the other day. Did you see did you see the video? I did. And your thoughts? Thank you whoever put this together. Thank you so much Mariah for reaching a stage where you were like, "Do you know what? 
Christmas is mine. I am December. Thank you for doing this. I know you made tiny little baby Ariana Grande so happy. Oh, yeah, we know. The glee yeah. and the joy on that girl's face just to be there. I know for a fact if I was Ariana and I was I was in a room of relentless talent, of course. Because let's be real, Mariah is a powerhouse and J-Hud, amazing. So to be in a... Miss Hudson did seem to be holding back a bit. Yeah, of course she did. But because it's... But you got the whistle girls going. You got the whistle girls going and it's like... That's cute and everything. We love it. We love it. I want some, I want a little bit of power just behind Miss Hudson. But she decided mm. that she was, uh, she was Effie White in this. She was backing. Ooh, Effie backing White. she was going to be. Effie White. Do you want to know something really off topic? <laughs> when I first heard, you know, um, Heavy Heavy from Dreamgirls. Do you know why I, I actually used to sing? I used to sing heavy Effie. You get some heavy baby. <laughs> and that listeners is called understanding subtext. <laughs> Can you imagine if they were actually singing heavy Effie? Oh my fucking god, it would have been fire and brimstone. And I was happily singing heavy Effie. You get so heavy, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I honestly, and Dan, I went, I went, I went about singing that for years. Up until you and I saw Dreamgirls, I had the lyrics wrong for years. That's terrible, isn't it? You know, when me and you went to go see Dreamgirls, I nearly smacked you. Why? Because sister would not shut up. <laughs> I was enjoying, listen. You were, having, you-, honestly, you were having the time of your life and I was like, look at him getting his life and having a fun time. But my oh, God, let me go hear the girls sing. What you didn't know, that was my first Western show in my entire life. That's probably it. Yeah, of course it was. It first I've been to a Western show. Oh, that does make... Well, I mean, you picked a good one. It was really good. Dreamgirls was solid. Um, I mean, yeah. We haven't seen each other in like a long time since then. I know. Yeah, because I, I, a backstory. I called Dan anymore. I was like, Dan, are you free? Yes. Okay, we're going to see Dreamgirls. Meet <laughs> <laughs> me here tomorrow. Like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and we had, a, we had a ball. We had an absolute ball. We went to the Shard. For, we had a proper maid's date. We went to the Shard. We had dinner at some nice fancy restaurants. And then we went to watch Dreamgirls. And after we went to Dreamgirls, we went for drinks in Soho, in Circa. Remember? We did. We did. Yes. Maybe what? our 802 launch party might have a little Dreamgirls moment in it. We don't know. But we got to go. That's enough yeah. of this. We got to go. But, you know, you 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 listened. You entertained. We're, we're literally content on the last weeks of 2020. And we are with you all the way. And you can find us every Wednesday and Friday, giving you what you want when you need it, because the 802 Backer Boss are here to give you the ride of your fucking life. And on that, we've got a request for you guys. So, the 25th of December is a Friday this year, mm-hmm. which means mm-hmm. an episode of the Back of the Bus will be dropping on Christmas Day. Can I get Correct. a word? Correct. Correct. I'm going to try that again. <laughs> Can I get a whoop whoop? <laughs> whoop whoop! Motherfucker! Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just gonna do like the klaxon thing. You just put the boop boop in, but okay, we we move. <laughs> and what we need from you guys is we need your messy Christmas story. What we're gonna do on the back of the bus on Christmas Day is we are gonna share messy Christmas stories. So if you've got a messy Christmas story. 
that you want to share with us here at the 802, please write in, send in to the 802 podcast at gmail.com. We do read all your emails that come in and we love to get them. So if you just throw them in there, that'd be great. Or you can send it to me on my DMs. It's Dan James LDN on Instagram and Dan James LDN on Twitter. And you can find me nk.charles on Instagram and I am Nick Charles on Twitter. And if you really, really fancy getting on board with us, send us your messages for the back of the bus because we're always ready to answer your nasty messages because we are here to give it to you every single day. Bye! Bye! See you soon! <laughs>